0: Welcome to another episode of lead love thrive. I'm your host and trusted coach Radhika Cruz. And you know, my goal in creating this episode is to help men and women of faith who believe they lack the ability and insight and strategies or guidance on how to increase their well-being and impact in life. And if you feel unable to fulfill your potential and prosper in life because of the inner obstacles that you face such as fear and self-doubt, feelings of inadequacy or thoughts of I'm just not good enough, this podcast is for you. With God's help, you can do and become every single thing God has predestined you to do and become. And as your coach, I'll be sharing various insights and strategies to help you slay those inner giants so you can thrive in your potential, live in your purpose and fulfill your destiny so if you're ready to lead your inner life stronger and love God yourself and others wholeheartedly and on purpose it's time to start making daily decisions to thrive together let's go on a journey of becoming and doing every single thing God has created us to do and become living your best life starts now Well, what is going on family? I'm super excited about today's guest for our VIP monthly spotlight. And because VIP is a new segment that I'm launching with the podcast here in 2020, I just wanted you all to know that these are people that I know that God has allowed me to have the opportunity to meet. They are very impactful, influential people and have amazing stories of how God has just worked in their lives. And so I wanted to bring something new to y'all every month and let you meet these amazing, wonderful people here. They're real stories of real struggles and so that you can receive real strategies to help you grow in your walk with the Lord and help you thrive. So that's what this is all about. And today's guest is an amazing, beautiful, wise, um, just compassionate woman. Her name is Crystal. I'm going to read a little bit about her and then have us get into our interview. I hope that's okay with y'all. So Crystal is married to a wonderful man, and she is the mother of two beautiful sons. She is an engineer. Yes, engineer for the Department of the Air Force. And she has been there for over 23 years. Wow. But when a Bible is in her hand and a message is in her heart, you will wonder whether she's an engineer or a preacher. Oh, I know you are a preacher for sure. <laughs> Crystal loves God's word. She loves to read it, study it, meditate on it, teach it, write about it, and speak about it. As Isaiah 54 says, God has given her the tongue of the wise to speak a word and due season to them that are weary. So listen, y'all, if y'all weary today, she's got a word for you now. Come on, somebody. (laughs) If you are wondering about her educational background, she received her bachelor's of science degree in electrical engineering and computer science. That's so awesome to hear that as a woman, like you don't hear that a lot. And computer science from the University of Oklahoma and her master's degree is in business administration from Oklahoma City University. Yes, and she is a gifted speaker. She's spoken at women's conferences and churches around the country and her desire is to educate, encourage, Edify and align everyone she encounters on her daily walk in life. She counts it a privilege to do life with women and propel them into a deeper and richer relationship with God and His Word. I'm just excited just <laughs> reading that, y'all. She is a member of People's Church in Oklahoma City, and she is where she's also a small group leader. And she's also become an advocate for STEM activities. Science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, mathematics. right? Yes. As well as inclusion and diversity efforts. So Crystal, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank
1: you, Rodica. I'm glad to be here.
0: I'm so happy to have you here. I
1: am excited. You just don't even know. This is an answer to prayer.
0: Come on. (laughs) So you know what? Before I even get into just hearing about your hobbies and stuff like that, tell me why this is the answer to prayer.
1: Well, for about is it 19 years? Wow. Yeah, nineteen years, adversity, and mm. things of that nature have yeah. been a part of my life. But I've been trying to figure out what is the best mechanism mm. or avenue yeah. to let people know that adversity will come. Mm. But It'll work for your good. Yes. And how can I do that? And what are the different medias that I can use to do that? Yes. So the podcast, people uh-huh. have told me, Crystal, you have a great voice. Uh-huh. You need to you do. be on a podcast. Yes. You need to do a podcast. Yes. And I said, well, what does that look like, Lord? And you know, I dibbled around uh-huh. trying to look really quick to see. But yeah. Um, I said, well, when the time is ready, when I'm ready and when mm. the time comes, um, I know the opportunity will present itself. Wow! And oh my goodness! Talking to me, like you know.
0: Yes! Oh <laughs> like, my word! This
1: is a an answer to prayer.
0: One of my favorite scriptures is in Psalm, but mm-hmm. it says that you know God delights in every detail of our lives. Yes, yes. And just to see how this little detail that was in your heart—you yes. said nineteen years ago. Yes. Wow! I've about
1: I've just been thinking. The journey for adversity has really been about about 19 years. Wow. Uh, but you know, podcasting had come. Right, much very
0: later. true. <laughs> but just how
1: would the Lord use me to, in different medias, yeah. to be able to talk about that and spread that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Just seeing seeing it come to fruition is really
0: good. Oh well, I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait to jump into this conversation. Uh, but before we get into today's conversation, which is really your story and how you've overcome adversity through Christ, but I want to know a little bit about some of your hobbies. Okay. What do you do for fun? What do you love to do?
1: I'm crazy. I like to cook.
0: Oh, come on, <laughs> come on over here, girl. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love
1: to cook, but really. Scrapbooking is really, really big. I love scrapbooking. I haven't been able to dabble in it as much, but I just started picking it back up in the okay. past couple of months, and I've forgotten how much I love to Aww. just sit there and create and make cards yeah. and, and do pages so that you know I'll have memories for the boys. Yes, so I really love that yes. because it allows me to just be refreshed and not have to worry about anything Yeah, and just see myself create something that's beautiful. I, mean, yes. I love doing it. I love Come doing on. it. Come on. I love reading.
0: Yes, me that's too. That's
1: another hobby. I yes. Love, I have a book fetish. I have my own Mardell
0: uh, <laughs> library. <laughs> I know, that's right. I'm so, with you, girl. <laughs> I love
1: reading. So yeah, reading, scrapbooking, writing. Yes. That's I love writing. A gifted writer. And yes. uh, that, that's it. Talking.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So we are in the right place
1: Yes, yes,
0: yes. Because you and I share this love for reading, what would you say would be one of the books that you've read that have mm-hmm. really impacted your life? Just one? I mean, uh, you can give favorite. us a couple, but any one that sticks out in your mind and tell us why.
1: Um, one is Redeeming Love okay. by Francine Rivers. Uh huh. That book was so powerful. Uh, you know, it talks about the story of Hosea. Yes. And... You know, um, him, you know, loving, showing unconditional yes. love to yes. this woman who was not returning it. Yes, And that picture that God loves us yes. like that, yes. uh, that story, fictional based on the yeah. Bible, uh-huh. was so powerful that after I finished reading, I was in tears. And I went into my bathroom, mm. my kitchen bathroom, and rededicated my life to Christ. Get out of here. Was, that, that story touched me. Wow.
0: Powerfully. How long ago did you read that?
1: Oh, man. That was probably, it was when it first came out. I was still in the other house. So we've been in this house seven, maybe nine or 10 years ago.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's powerful. Yes. And mm. then the other one
1: was uh, Finish. Mm. Give Yourself the Gift of Done by John Acuff. And he talks about the lies of perfectionism. He talks about, (laughs) you know, those of us who procrastinate or start well but don't finish well mm. giving us you know yeah. tips on how to do that and so that is an area that I struggle in. Okay. I'm a great starter. Horrible fitter.
0: Okay. Well that's <laughs> alright. Yeah. 2020. Yeah, We leveling up. Yes. Yes. I hope y'all you know they say leaders read and readers lead. That's right. So listen if you want to step your leadership game up get some of these books That's right. and uh, start changing your life. Yes. Okay. So Crystal I brought you on because i know that you are a very influential and impactful woman of god not only in the secular world but in in the church world but we know in christ because we're spiritual beings there right. is no separation no. between secular and sacred right, right. so right. we are his ambassadors exactly. his light everywhere we go yes and you are lighting the world up girl right. for jesus <laughs> <laughs> but i want to just have our listeners know a little bit about your backstory. So you know, I believe we all have a, a story, but really for those of us who are in Christ, we have a, a God story, mm-hmm. some struggle, some type of battle or bondage that God has set us free from. And I just want to just kick it over to you and just tell us a little bit about what that has been for you. For me,
1: it has centered around childbirth. Mm. My oldest son, who just turned 19, was premature. Okay. He was born three and a half months early. Oh, wow. One pound, 13 ounces.
0: Oh, my word.
1: And there was a lot of fear. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of guilt. There was a lot of... Why me? There Mm. was a lot of, am I being punished? Mm. There was a lot of, why did you do this to him? Mm. Why does he have to suffer? Yeah. What is it? You know, you know, why? Yeah. You know, there was a lot of that. Then, um, my, I have a daughter. Yeah. But I lost her. Oh. She was premature. I didn't know that. As well. She was Mm. born, she weighed one pound, um, four ounces. Wow. And she was still born. And mm. that was a tough. one. oh my goodness. And then there was a miscarriage and then there's Joseph wow. Joseph was born. And when I tell you that that was um, difficult, mm-hmm. it, it really was. Um, there was anger. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, there was a lot going on. but when I started thinking about how the Lord worked everything out, mm-hmm. it was good. It was that's when I realized that adversity was not meant to be bad. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so I'll, I'll tell you the story. So Yes, please. Um, of course, you have all these things going on. So in, in October the 29th, 2000, Okay. I was um, a member of Fifth Street Missionary Baptist Church and I was a Sunday school teacher, okay, and I was teaching the story of David and Goliath, mm. and Pastor Coleman, for his sermon, yeah, it related to David and Goliath, okay, and I said yes, all right, yes, confirm it, you know, yes, you know, same thing I talked about, <laughs> Pastor Coleman, uh huh, uh huh. Then that evening. Yeah. That's when I was really into Touched by an Angel.
0: Watching <laughs> <that> <laughs> love that show, right?
1: Yeah. And there was a reference to David and Goliath again.
0: Mm. I'm like, Okay, Lord. Now,
1: however, I wasn't as mature in the faith as I am now. Mm. So all of those, all of those signs yeah. went over my head. Okay. So Tuesday comes, October 31st, and I'm at work and My friend and I, out of the blue, have a conversation about premature birth. Mm. She was telling me about how she was born premature and how a niece and a nephew of hers were born premature. And I said, whoa, look at God. God is awesome. Girl, you don't even look like you were premature. We're just seeing how good God has been. Yeah. As soon as she walked away, Radhika, my water broke. I'm six months pregnant. My water breaks. I'm like, oh, what is going on? Oh my gosh. I said, Am like, is the bathroom? Is my water breaking? I'm excited and scared at the same time. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I said, wait a minute, this is too early. Yes, yes. So I go to the bathroom and I'm like, oh, oh, what, oh, what in the world? And so um the lady that I was with, I step out the bathroom. And I was like, Debbie, my water broke. Call Michael. yes She's like, what? So Michael comes, gets me, and we get to the hospital. And of course, they're they're telling me that you are going to be in here until the baby oh. is born. Oh, wow. And I said, Oh, okay. And um, mm. they immediately give me shots because they're worried about his lungs. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting steroid shots. They're testing me for Group beta strep to see if there's a. Uh, bacteria that I had that could be harmful to oh, the baby. I mean, all kinds yeah, of things. I'm yeah, hooked up. Yeah. I'm having contractions. And oh, don't my know gosh. It. So they put me on a full body muscle relaxer. Jeez. So that I uh, don't have any type yes. of contractions. I uh, couldn't do anything, though. Wow. I couldn't feed myself. Like, I mean, full body muscle relaxer.
0: Whoa. I could not go to
1: the bathroom. Oh, I could my not gosh. do anything. Wow. When I tell you that my sister loves me. Yeah, I <laughs> know. That's right. My sister loves Aww. me. Right? And look, I know this whole, I hope this is not vibe, but you know, sometimes you never know who's going to have to wipe your tail. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. So this, is true. <laughs> this is true. This
0: is true. Oh,
1: all of that, but the initial, when the day first happened, Yeah, I am.
0: Scared, Mm, yeah,
1: uh, what is going on? My godmother, my mother, they all come. The doctors come in, yeah, and they tell me that um, Joshua has like a 70% chance of living, and if he does live, all these things are going to be wrong with him. You know, he could have some mental issues, you know, his breathing, all kinds of things. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm like, why? And my godmother's like, we're not going to believe that. I know. That's
0: right. We're going to
1: pray that thing out of here. So we had a prayer meeting in the the (laughs) hospital room and she prayed that away and uh, that fear. But I got, I started getting comfortable. I said, okay, you know what, Lord? I know this is going to be good because you know what? You are powerful. Yeah. And I know that you are going to keep Joshua in here in my stomach for Uh three and a half months. Uh Uh So I said, Michael, I need you to bring my radio. You know, Uh I had the boom box. Yeah, yeah. Bring the radio. Bring CD player. Uh uh, Bring my puzzle book. You know, bring all this stuff Uh because I'm setting up shop to be in the hospital for three and a half months.
0: Wow. Oh, my word.
1: I keep getting visitors. And I've had... Three or four visitors tell me uh, my child was premature.
0: Mm.
1: My child was premature. Mm. This child was premature. And I was like, wow. God kept sending me wow. these signs yeah. and these messages. Yeah. But I'm not paying attention. Because in my mind, nice to hear. But yeah. I'm going to be in the hospital right. for three and a half months.
0: Yeah, yeah. My Baby ain't gonna be, gonna be Right. Yeah. So
1: fast forward to November 7th. Mm.
0: Like a week later. Like a week
1: later. And I'm having contractions, but I don't know it. They start they start getting me off, weaning me off yeah of the muscle relax. Yeah. So as I'm being weaned off, Sheesh. I'm having contractions, but I don't feel them. Oh wow. I'm not Well, feel girl, I'm not feel you're feel the it. envy of every
0: woman who was I was not them at <laughs> that time. Right, okay. <laughs> so
1: they come in, the nurse comes in and she says, Honey, we're having a baby today. I said, What? We're what? We're having a baby today. And then when she
0: says that, I'm like, oh my gosh,
1: what? And then I start feeling it. And now they're trying to give me an epidural oh, and all my this. Word. While like,
0: you're like, wait, I'm about to go into labor? I'm about to have this baby?
1: I'm like dripping sweat. It's just hit the floor. I'm like, oh, oh man, it was horrible. So anyway, Joshua was born. And I have to wait like three hours before I can see him. Because oh. um, they had to get them all. Yeah. You know, uh, taped, uh, yeah. all, all of the tubing, you know, hook them up to a ventilator yeah, quickly, all yeah. of that stuff. And when I went in there, I said, okay, Crystal, he mm-hmm. could not sense your fear mm-hmm. or your sadness, anything. Mm-hmm. You've got to keep together. So I get in and I see it. I'm like, but I, I I brought my Bible in there. Yeah. I'm reading, yeah. I'm singing, yeah. you know, and Aww. so this has been, that was our no, we couldn't hold them. Yeah. Right. We Aww, couldn't hold them. I mean, it was, we, we had to do kangaroo care where they just lay you on mm, this, like, skin to skin. Yeah. And uh, lay you on there. It was only, like, five minutes at a time. And I didn't really get to hold him until wow. probably the end of December, almost into January. It, oh, that was, my. It was almost, that long. Yeah, I mean, a month and a half months. or something. Yes, yeah. yes. It was, it was, it was
0: tough. That's crazy. Um,
1: so, but, um... What I, what I realized was God had told me mm. that I was going to encounter a giant situation. Mm. But not to worry about it. Mm-hmm. He was going to fight the battle. Mm. But I didn't catch that mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I heard David mm-hmm. and Goliath yeah. three times right. in one day. <laughs> right. right. But I said, you know what? God had already been telling me he had let yeah. me know yeah this was going to happen yes yes and not to worry about it yeah and he kept sending people right to let me know yeah. I yeah mean, let me know on sunday yeah he let me know five minutes before it happened wow he let me know while i was all in the hospital but erotica was not listening wow i was all in my mind yeah
0: this is my how this story is gonna go yeah
1: and the Lord was like, "Bless her heart. Let me just
0: let me, <laughs> <laughs> let me just break this water. Uh, let her know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So,
1: so that happened. But Michael and I, we went to the hospital every day. Uh, wow. I, I taped, uh I made a tape or CD of my voice. One side, well, it was a tape. One side was me reading. That is him, awesome. The other side was singing. So he would hear my voice. Oh, while I'm there. that is so
0: wonderful. Yeah, they, the
1: nurse, I love. That nurses. was thoughtful. So they played that all day while I was not there. So that's what he would hear. And, wow. And um, he was in there, starting to get to the end. And Michael and I, we would go to work. We would go to the hospital in the morning, go to work, um, come home, grab something eat real quick and go to the hospital. Stay yeah. there, go to bed. You know, that was our thing. Yes. So because Joshua came early, we wow. didn't have his room finished
0: Yeah, yet. yeah.
1: And my sister and her wisdom... Uh, I'm getting weary because we had gone to um, every time we thought he was ready the doctor yeah. said no, let's try and see what would happen so we yeah. would go spend the night in the hospital yeah. and he would stay with us and we would see yeah. you know, is he ready because he had to be able to take a bottle by, his, by himself oh, he had to be able to breathe and all these yeah, things yeah. and the first time we did it he didn't, he didn't do well mm. I was devastated because I had mm. to leave my baby in the hospital mm-hmm. again devastated mm-hmm. and my sister said Crystal Michael, y'all are not ready for Joshua to come home. Wow. She said, you don't have the room done. Mm. She's like, you need to act like he's coming home and get it ready.
0: Like as an act of faith, maybe? Yes. Oh, because okay. like said, we
1: hadn't finished painting. Yeah. We hadn't put the wallpaper up. Okay. I don't even think we had the crib or anything purchased yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. None of that. And so we said, you're right. So, started coming home, working on the room. Yes. My daddy came over, helped us get stuff together. We were getting everything together. And we finished the room. Wow. And we went again Mm -hmm. to uh, spend the night with Uh him. Uh-huh. And he came home.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Because we had some place for him to be. Yeah, yeah. And so, that was... Uh, uh, an amazing journey because every situation, I'm leaving so much out, but every battle that we encounter, because it was not an easy battle. um, There were different things they would call, you know, we think he might have meningitis. Um, We're running out of places to, um, to take blood or to put a um, IV in mm-hmm. him, so chris we had to put one in his head. So they mm-hmm. were preparing me mm-hmm. so that when I got there, you know, I wouldn't flip out when yeah. I see this IV in my yeah. baby's head. "Oh yeah. no!" I tell you, it was Aww. there were things. I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" So it was it was difficult, but I grew a whole bunch yeah. in that and started saying, "Oh my goodness!" So if God tells you something mm-hmm. and you hear it twice, yeah, it is confirmation. That's right. right yeah. And it started and it. Taught me to tune my ears yeah, to, yeah. to God. Um, and He was amazing through the entire process, having the right people around me um, praying for me. I remember um, one of my friends, I said, Hey, y'all, I need a hymnal. Okay. And they now. brought a hymnal up to <laughs> me to the hospital, and I'm singing. I remember mm. the song that I sung the most was Blessed Assurance. Mm. I sung that song so much. Um, wow. And it, it, it was really cool. So that that was that story. Yeah. Learned from that. Um, and actually, my first sermon <laughs> was based on... Joshua was being dedicated mm. and I gave the testimony. Yeah. And uh, Pastor Kobe allowed me to do that. And I was the sermon for the day. Wow. <laughs> he had, wow. He, he had the uh, called invitation after yeah, I did yeah. that. So that was really like my first sermon. Now, I... When I, when I go through things like mm. that, I, you know, I get into the word because that's really mm. the only thing Come on. that's going to
0: Amen help, me, me, help me get out of that. Yeah.
1: So one of the things that I had prayed, I was studying Daniel and I said, um, God, I want to have the faith of Shadrach
0: and
1: I said that even if you don't deliver. Mm. Yeah. I can still say you're able.
0: That's good, Crystal.
1: So be careful what you pray
0: for. Woo! Wow.
1: Because Mm. Jocelyn was the answer to that prayer.
0: Mm. That was baby girl?
1: That was the baby girl. That one devastated me. Mm. Um, I can't even imagine. I knew, I thought it was going to be the same. Because everything happened. So... I had lost, uh, I was more aware of things now, okay. right? So I, I had lost my mucus plug. Mm. And I said, uh-oh, Dr. Cox, Yeah. Um, I think I'm getting ready to have the same situation that happened before. Mm. And uh, he said, well, Crystal, you always have mucus, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, no, this looks very familiar. Mm. Blit begged and pleaded him. He, let, he came in, he was like, well, Crystal, you're right. I was like, tears, right? Like mm, not again. Yeah. Um. But I said, you know what? Hey, I'll be good. Yeah. Right? It'll yeah. be the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, mm. A week later, mm-hmm. I'm in the hospital for a mm-hmm, week, mm-hmm. but I'll never forget the night before um, the nurses kept coming You didn't get no sleep. Yeah, They're yeah. always coming in, checking right. the heart rate. Mm-hmm. And so one nurse came in, checking the heart rate. Um, she's like, man, I can't find her. I said, man, she's hiding today, right? That's what I said. Another one comes in. She's checking. I think they sent three nurses in to check. And I said, man, she's really hiding. That's what I'm thinking. Well, the next morning, contractions. Mm. All right. And I was like, what is going on? On and I am having my baby. Oh wow! Yes, but she was stillborn. Mm. And so Michael was devastated. My mother was there. I was devastated. We we're all devastated. And uh, later that evening, I was able to hold her. And then the nurse, okay. uh, the nurses that were there the previous night, they came in and I, and I, I said, uh, mm. "You knew, didn't you?" I said, "She she was dead last night, wasn't she?" I said, that's why it all came. I said, that's why y'all sent so many different nurses in to check. And she was like, yeah. And Mm. I was
0: like... Hey friend, did you know that approximately 15 to 20% of all pregnancies in the United States end in miscarriage with the majority of those miscarriages occurring within the first seven weeks of pregnancy? So many fathers and mothers have been impacted by this type of child loss. And I really do believe that we need to move toward them with love, empathy, and compassion. If you or someone you know is having a difficult time coping with the loss of a child due to miscarriage, SIDS, which is sudden infant death syndrome, or even a stillbirth, please know that you are not alone and that help is out there for you. You do not have to grieve in silence, secret, Or shame. Not only does God want to heal you of the emotional pain and distress that you're feeling, but there are so many other helpers out there, such as grief counselors and therapists, who God has gifted to help you experience the healing that you deserve. There are also online support communities such as SHARE Pregnancy and Infant Loss Support. SHARE is a national organization with over 75 chapters in 29 states, and their services include bedside companions, phone support, face-to-face support group meetings, resource packets, private online communities, memorial events, and training for caregivers and more. And so you can go on ahead and check them out at nationalshare.org. Remember, you can experience healing and hope after loss because God is a healer. It's who he is and it's what he does. My prayer is that he will lead you to who and what you need to help you heal in a way that's unique to you. You know, and because we always want to hear from you, please let us know how these VIP spotlight episodes are helping you to increase your well being and thrive in life. This helps me to know what you're enjoying and where we can go with the podcast in the future. So that's all I had for you today. As always, remember to lead your life stronger this year. Choose to love God, yourself, and others better and on purpose, and make daily decisions to thrive. Be sure to check out part two of Crystal's story to find out what she did to work through her pain so she could receive her healing and now share her story to help others heal and find hope in Christ. I look forward to talking to you next time. Peace.